What's up, sister girls, and welcome to one more episode of the Bougie Black Girls Podcast. I miss you guys. I've been ready to talk to y'all all week, okay? So one thing that's been on my mind is, do I want to do every week instead of bi-weekly and I put a post on my Instagram page if you don't follow my Instagram page go ahead and follow us it's the bougie black girls well let me make sure hold on it is the underscore bougie black girls on Instagram and bougie black girls on Facebook but I did put a post on Instagram asking did you guys want to go to every week instead of bi-weekly And I got a lot of positive feedback about going to every week, which is a lot of pressure for me, you guys, because seriously, that's a lot of work. But I really want to start talking to you guys more often. Seriously, like every day I have something new that I want to talk about. So today is just me, no special guests, no glitz and glam, but I'm very excited because I'm talking about what this podcast means to me and why I decided to bring the bougie black girls to you guys in the first place. I mean, I do do a lot of talking about everyone else and it is important to me to do a couple of podcasts here and there just about your host. By the way, y'all, this is Nikki G in case you haven't figured it out already, your host of the day of the evening, okay? Whenever you're deciding to listen, it's your favorite girl. So I am excited to talk about this. So, okay, Bougie Black Girls, I decided to make this podcast because I wanted to reach out to the younger generation first and foremost. I wanted to have um, a person that was like the middle ground between adulthood and adolescence that they felt comfortable to come to, to be real with, to get real advice from, information. Um, I just wanted to be that middle person that they could really like learn from. So that was the most important reason. And that was really based off of my own um, experience as a young adult and not having very many people to go to for advice that I felt I could trust that were like close enough to my age that I could really get like deep and dirty with as far as the advice that I needed. And um, so I wanted to be that person. And I have a lot of like play little sisters and little cousins and family members that I want to reach out to not only through this podcast but just like in real life and that I already kind of talked to and so I felt like this was one of those um platforms that was like perfect for them to get that good information from so that's one of the main reasons I started this podcast to me I feel like it's important to have someone that you really trust and that has the appropriate information to give you you know what I'm saying like there are people that put information into the into the world that's not great and you know these kids are watching all types of stuff on tv googling and and getting research from places that aren't very valid talking to their friends that don't know much from what they know you know what I'm saying like they don't have that much information so um I just wanted to be that middle ground that middle person that was able to get them the real the real nitty gritty you know what I'm saying the real down and dirty advice that they needed you know and parents aren't the best people to go to for advice like I don't know about you guys but my mom was very candid that that is true but um a lot of the other adults in my life were not that candid they were not that open with me so 
it was it was difficult and then not only that like yes my mom was open but that's still my mom so of course i was afraid to tell her certain things to be open with her about certain things because in my mind like i'm gonna get in trouble you know and a lot of kids feel that way so this was a way for me to reach out to those kids that don't have anyone else to reach out to that maybe don't have big sisters or big brothers or whatever the case may be to go to for advice and um you know they're getting good advice and they're not gonna get reprimanded for this advice so um that was very important to me um so far we are at episode six can you guys believe that we're at episode six so that's crazy because like i mean i guess i never saw myself continuing it i mean i wanted it to be something big i wanted not big but i wanted it to be something that you know left a mark but i didn't think that i would get enough listeners that i would keep recording and y'all are like super supportive always listening always checking in i have people that are like noticing like when i when i skipped a week oh my god so many people were like oh my god where's sunday brunch where's bougie black girls like we haven't heard from you guys So that meant a lot to me because that made me really realize that people are paying attention, that people are listening, that people want me to continue. And that really meant the world. Y'all just do not understand. So I feel like so far I've come a long way. Um, Let's talk about some deep shit, okay? I've talked about a lot of really uncomfortable topics for myself, and I'm sure that some of my guests have felt (laughs) on the spot because we've talked about some things that are like very uh, risque, I guess you would say, for um, someone to talk about on a podcast where the world has the opportunity to listen. And um, first of all, I want to thank you guys for giving me that opportunity to speak my truth because y'all are like a form of therapy that I would have never thought I would have. Seriously, it's great to get on here and just be able to speak my mind and not be afraid. Um, I've never gotten any like negative feedback and I love it, okay? I'm sure the negative feedback could come, whatever, haters gonna hate, you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) overall, like the feedback has been amazing and it's made me feel great i like i seriously can't thank y'all enough but i've done some crazy shit okay so i've came out on the podcast y'all i don't know if y'all realized but in episode two i literally came out for the first time on the podcast you guys have marked a a moment of history for me because um, I never thought I would have said that in a in a way where my whole family could hear, everyone close to me would hear, and it was just crazy, y'all. It's been a crazy ride, but I'm happy that I've done it, and this is the first time that I've been able to be openly bisexual, and I'm loving every second of it. Like I'm loving the freedom of being able to be who I am. So thank y'all for giving me that opportunity. Also, I've talked about my mental health issues so far. Oh, man, that was a topic. I mean, I hope that I was able to help someone else in the process of talking about that. I hope that, you know, I made a mark on the world by putting myself out there and putting my friends out there like that. Um, 
I don't even know what else to say about that, but it was just crazy. Like that was a, I got really good feedback on that, on that episode as well. You guys have been just so supportive. It's unbelievable. So where can I see myself a year from now? I don't think I'm going to stop this podcast. I don't. I think that I want to take this as far as it will allow me to go. Um, I want to see exactly where I could end up by really going full throttle with this. So I'm going to go for it. I'm definitely going to go for it. Um, A year from now, I hope to have some solid, um, solid followers. Like I want to have at least three times the listeners that I have now. Um, I would like to do some more public speaking events. I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know. Anything could happen, y'all. Just help a sister girl out, okay? Help your tribe out, and hopefully things will go in in the right direction. We'll say like that. But um, I definitely have some things in motion. I definitely have some, you know, pieces moving on the chessboard. I'm trying to get things going. So if you could help me out, you know, share the podcast to your friends, let them know that you got a black sister girl that's out here talking her truth and, you know, being real ratchet and (laughs) loving every second of it with all her friends. Let them know that this is, this is their tribe. Okay. And to come listen out and I would greatly appreciate it. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So a year from now, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be bigger and better than everything happening right now. We'll just leave it at that. All right. So on a sadder note, but I had to talk about it, y'all. I had to talk about it. Nipsey Hussle. Let's all take a moment of silence for the great Nip, okay? I'm heartbroken. Okay, so this is going to be, when this podcast comes out, it's going to be officially one week to the day that we lost the great nip. And I I don't know. I was at work when it happened. By the way, I am at work now. I took y'all on the road with me. Hope you don't mind. (laughs) So I don't know if the quality is going to be just as good as it is when I'm, you know, plugged up at at a studio and, you know, working. But um, we're going to hope that it comes out just as good. But anyway, one week to the day since we lost Nip. And it's just been a really tough loss on the African-American community. It's been a really tough loss on everyone, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, he was an outstanding gentleman of a man. Like, he was the epitome, the ideal of black excellence. And it's heartbreaking. It really is. Because I told a friend of mine, I was like, this isn't supposed to happen to someone like him. It should not happen to someone like him. It's just, it shouldn't. It's supposed to happen to bad people. It's supposed to happen to people that, you know, have a history or something along those lines, but never someone like Nip, you know, like he really did his part to make his community great, make his community better. It just, it's really heartbreaking. So for the people out here that don't know who Nipsey Hussle is, he was a LA based rapper. Um, and so much more than that, just 
I don't even know how to explain to you the the beauty of Nipsey Hussle. If you don't know who he is, please Google him. Um, let me tell you something. When the LAPD mourns your death, okay, you've done something. <laughs> you've done something. Because the things that he was doing in his community was unbelievable. And I think that a lot of people only think that you have to be a Nipsey Hussle fan as far as his music in order to mourn the loss of him. But I personally was not a huge fan of his music. Not saying that he wasn't a great rapper. He was an amazing rapper. I'm just not a rap kind of girl. Like, I like I like R&B. So I did not listen to much of his music. But I knew a lot about him. I knew what he was doing for his community. I knew the type of man that he was. And um, when I found out what happened, I was devastated. I don't know why it hit so hard. I, I don't know if it's, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it, it felt like a, I had like a spiritual connection. And I think that a lot of African-Americans felt that way. Like we felt connected to him and the loss of him was unreal just unreal to this day I think if I see pictures of him or hear quotes of him or watch interviews I still don't think that I fully accepted the fact that he's gone and um I don't know like it just really it just breaks my heart okay it breaks my heart because a man like him did not deserve his fate he did not and a lot of people are saying like oh well he will be remembered as a hero he'll be remembered as um you know, someone that did great things for his community and that's good and all this other stuff. But I don't know. It's just not sitting with me right yet. And maybe I'm still mourning. I don't know. I don't know. But right now I'm just very bothered. So rest in peace to the great Nipsey Hustle. Ugh. Man, if you follow my Instagram page, I did put a post about the um, young king and um, just, you know, I, mm, <laughs> I'm clearly I'm still distraught. Uh, so, yeah, if if you want to know more about Nipsey, just Google his name, Nipsey Hustle. Find out what he was doing for his community. If you want to continue his legacy, though, make sure that you are also doing great things for your community. Reach out and do things to make a difference because I think that's what his footprint really was. He he did not leave this world without attempting to truly make a difference in his community. If all of us made a small dis- difference in our community, we would change the world. So take that with you when you when you're done listening to this podcast. Seriously, be more like Nip, you know. Um, so that's what I got for that. All right, so now to the juicy, 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 juicy topic, okay? We're going to talk about sexuality. So I did do a little bit of um, a sexuality spurt in episode two. Of course, that's what I said when I came out as bisexual. I also came out as polyamorous. And Listen, people, if you don't know what that is, go ahead and Google it, okay? If you don't know what poly is, Google it, because everyone has their own definition of poly. But anywho, so now we're going to talk about it in depth. I call this section LGBT and me, okay? (laughs) 
So um, I fall into the B category of LGBTQ, and that is the bisexual category. Bisexual meaning that I like both men and women. Um, There are a lot of different um, forms of sexuality. I do plan on doing another episode on sexuality because honestly, y'all, sexuality is such a vast topic that it's going to take more than two, three, four episodes. Okay, it's going to take a lot of time to really get into the nitty gritty of sexuality. But for now, we will simply talk about my sexuality. And that is bisexual. I honestly feel like being bisexual is the best sexuality of all time because you literally have the opportunity to experience everything when you're bisexual. There is um, a stigma towards bisexual women that I have witnessed in the time. Seriously, y'all, so I have not been openly bisexual ever. This is the first time I've been openly bisexual, which is since the um, episode two came out. So that might have been like for like a month. And for the last month, it's been crazy. So um, I've been attempting to date and meet women and, you know, see what happens. And I've gotten so much negative feedback about being bisexual. (laughs) So much negative feedback because I guess there's this bad stigma that um, I don't even know what the stigma is, to be honest with you. If anybody out there knows what people dislike bisexual women for, please let me know. Send it to me in my DMs, slide in my DMs on Instagram. And let me know what I'm like confused about because I'm so confused as to why it's such a bad thing. But anyway, I do understand why. Um, so me and my boyfriend are... Well, not me and my boyfriend. I am Polly, and my boyfriend does know that I am Polly, and he agrees to that. So we do tech, we do have a Polly relationship, and um, we are not looking for a third, but um, he has given me the ability to date women outside of him, and if I do happen to fall in love then the idea of her coming into our relationship is plausible um but all of that is not concrete so it's just kind of going with the flow he's allowing me to be open allowing me to be bisexually open um for the first time in my life which thank you god to my man okay greatest man (laughs) um but he is allowing me that and so I've been trying to like play with that idea and see what happens. But a lot of the time there's a bad stigma. And so if I ever were to say, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend, people immediately go to triad. Then they immediately go to, um, oh, well, you're not really you're not really into women or whatever the case may be. This is just for him. And that's not necessarily the case for us. Now, I do know that there are cases where it is like that. Some women, you know, only want to be in poly relationships because of the man. The man decides that he wants multiple women. And so the woman is just like, okay, just, you know, agrees to it because she doesn't want to lose her man. This is not the case here, you guys. This is me saying that I'm attracted to women. I want to, you know, explore women. And my man saying, okay. And um, I don't know if that's like, something that happens often I would think it would be but um I don't know if it is or isn't 
but every time that I try to date, that's what ends up happening. Like, it's a lot of, you know, oh, it's him. You're doing this for him. It's all about him. And that's a really terrible stigma that people have. Um, I, don't, I guess that might be how it normally is. So I don't know. But that's not the case for me. <laughs> so as far as how Polly goes for us, how Polly has went for my relationship, yet to be continue, or yet to be um, decided because we haven't really experienced a full blown Polly relationship. Um, I will say that when it comes to Polly, there's a lot of little things you have to take in consideration. Your trust has to be a one. Okay, you have to really trust your partner. You guys have to be happy on your own before you can be happy with a third and that's something that we are you know working on there's little details to a relationship that you really have to hone in on prior to you bringing in a third party and that's something that I don't think I knew really um and it's also something that they don't talk about like if you go to google polyamorous or polygamy relationships like people don't talk they talk about trust issues they talk about oh dealing with bringing in a third person into your relationship and um you know it being difficult merging families and things like that but they definitely don't talk about the fact that like you won't even get to a place where you can have a third if your relationship is shit you really and truly have to make sure you're, you are happy in your monogamous relationship before you go into polyamorous, okay? Because nobody wants to join your shit show. Seriously, nobody is going to want to join your shit show. So get it together. That's pretty much <laughs> what I have to say about polyamorism. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful form of a relationship, though, for someone like me, because being bisexual... I feel like it sucks that I have to lose on one version of human that I adore. And I, I love women. I love men, you know? I love them both. And I don't want to not have both. And a lot of the time people ask me, like, oh, well, what is it about women that you can't get from a man? It's a whole different ball game. So anybody out there that is bisexual or lesbian even... Like, we know women are so much different than men. Like, just down to the bones, just completely different than men. The energy is different. And uh, unfortunately, no matter what a man does, y'all can never be a woman. I'm so sorry to break it to you, okay? You can't be a woman. You can't be a sis. <laughs> and so, like, that's something that I crave, personally. Um, I wish that we lived in a world where that wasn't so far-fetched. I do understand how polyamorism is, like, different, okay? I get it. I get it. It's way ahead of its time. <laughs> but also, it's kind of way behind its time because, like, we've... behind. It's way behind its time. What did I just say? Anyway... It's been something that's been done before. This is not new. There's nothing new under the sun. We, like, it's something that I've heard all through my, um, my childhood life. There's nothing new under the sun. And polyamorism sure is not one of those new things, okay? But it's something that we have not done much research on that we don't know much about as, you know, as a human race. And so it's very far-fetched. But as far as being bisexual, 
come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we should know by now that that's just as natural, just as normal as any other sexuality. So, that's my take on LGBTQ. Um, that's where I stand, anyway, in the LGBTQ community. I've always been very defensive about the LGBTQ community because, I, of course, I'm one of them, first of all. Secondly, um, I don't think anyone deserves to be discriminated against by their sexuality. Um, I think that that's... Uh, it's just as bad as racism. No, it's not just as bad, but it's <laughs> pretty bad. And I, I don't think it's far off from racism because it's not my choice to be any sort of sexuality. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that you're born anyway. So a lot of people say that, oh, I was born homosexual, I was born whatever. I don't think that you're born anyway. I don't think that you're even born straight. You're just born. And then as you get older, you have experiences in life that push you to whichever direction. And there's nothing wrong with that. Learn to love who you are, where you are, when you are. That's something that I say to myself all the time now, and it means the world to me because I had to do that. You know, I had to learn to love myself no matter what myself was in the current time frame. And, oh, you, y'all, you're going to be a better person because of it, okay? Don't worry about what anyone else has to say, what anyone else thinks, what anyone else wants you to do. Just be who you are. And that counts as well for your sexuality. Be who you are, you know? Um, And be open about who you are. Because I think I've been who I am for a long time, but I've never been honest and open about who I am. And thank God for this podcast. Thank God for my baby, Danny, my boyfriend, (laughs) for helping me see that it's important to just be who who you are and who I was. And, And he doesn't always agree. He doesn't always like it, but he knows that this is who I am. And he knows the importance of experiencing who you are and just truly giving yourself the opportunity to know and to understand and to um, experiment even with with that. And so um, thank God for that, because without this opportunity to really like openly experience myself, I don't know if I would be 100 percent happy with with myself. So um, that's your take home of the day, okay? Come out, y'all. You don't have to necessarily come out because I don't, uh, let me be correct. I don't necessarily believe that you have to come out. I think that that's something that, you know, you don't have to come out being straight. I don't have to like sit my mom and my grandmother and my dad and my, you know, whole family down and be like, hey guys, just so you guys know, I'm straight. Like, you don't have to do that. So I feel funny about the fact that you have to do that for any other sexuality. But being honest with yourself is very important. Being honest with yourself and the people that are closest to you so that you don't have to, like, explain. You know, I don't I shouldn't have to say I shouldn't have to hide who I am or what I am or who I love. And if you have to do that, then you're not being honest with yourself. So that's that's the most important thing here. Like, be honest. You'll be happier in the end. 
And y'all, I've been, I feel like a weight's been lifting, lifted off of my shoulders ever since that episode. And it's crazy because like, I'm going to be able to look back on these episodes and this podcast in general and just watch myself grow. And I'm so grateful that you guys are like a part of my growth experience. Like it's, oh, it feels so good. I also feel like I'm saying like a lot. <laughs> so if I'm saying like a lot, forgive me, y'all. I'm so sorry. So I'm actually not, like I said, I'm not at home. I'm on um, a work trip. And of course, I've had a couple drinks in because that's what we do as flight attendants. We could get a couple drinks in. And so I stutter and I say like a lot. Mm. <laughs> sorry. But regardless, I hope you've enjoyed my podcast. I hope you've enjoyed my podcast for the entire time that I've been up. It's been six episodes. So the reason six episodes is such a big deal is because I plan on doing the podcast in seasons. And six episodes means that I am officially halfway through the season, y'all. Halfway through the season. So I only have six more episodes um, before I take a little hiatus. It won't be long. Trust me. Trust me. Okay, I'm going to miss y'all way too much for it to be long. (laughs) I seriously love doing the podcast. I love talking to y'all. I love being honest and open and having this free space to just be who I am, okay? Because I'm a mess and a half and y'all deal with it anyway. (laughs) So yeah, um, six episodes. I'm not sure how many seasons I plan on doing. It could be, it could be a million I don't even know however long y'all are willing to listen to me um but yeah so there are things coming soon okay there are things in the works I'm talking like possibly some t-shirts if y'all like some t-shirts okay possibly from some boyfriend t-shirts yeah I know y'all got baby daddies out there I know y'all got some men's in your lives okay so somebody gonna be wearing these men's t-shirts okay (laughs) But um, I'm thinking of putting some things like that into the works. And I hope y'all are going to support me through it all because I don't know where I would be. Like, seriously, I can't thank y'all enough for the support. Um, And so I trust y'all that y'all are going to support me through the next venture and the next venture after that and the next venture after that. Right. Um, So, yes, (sighs) I wish I had more to talk about, but unfortunately, I don't. And I need to go to sleep so I can get up for this pickup in the morning, which is going to be stupid early. If you're a flight attendant out there, you know what I'm talking about. Like, pray for me. Okay. But it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. And I cannot wait to see you guys on the next Sunday Brunch episode. Again, if you want to contact anybody that has been on, on Bougie Black Girls or Nikki G herself, Go ahead and send a little DM, slide in the DMs of the underscore bougie, B-O-U-J-I-E, black girls on Instagram and bougie black girls on Facebook. And uh, we will get back to you. Trust me, I'm looking out for these emails, these messages. Like, I look out for them, okay? So, again, let me know. If you have anything that you want to ask or talk about, if you have something that you want to talk about on the next episode, let me know. Okay, because I'm looking for ideas. I'm looking for people to interview. I'm looking. I'm looking for y'all. I'm looking for my tribe. Okay, let me know. 
and I'll be sure to get back to you. Again, that is B underscore B-O-U-J-I-E, Black Girls on Instagram, and Bougie Black Girls on Facebook. Love y'all for reals. See you next time. Bye.